This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Oh, thank you. 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 You've got great taste. I kid, but I don't. Anyway, if you look at the sponsor opportunity green room, you'll see WWE legend slash Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield and the inventor of words, King Gipte Bailu, prepping feverishly for this show because we have a very full show. Look at the your company name here slate and you can see it's very, very busy. So let's get to it. Let's bring in. Gift a Belu and John Bradshaw Layfield. Well done last week. We were 28 and 14. 28 and 14. Take a bow, guys. We know what our record was. We don't have to spike the football. We know we're good. We've been there. We, we don't have to pretend. We don't have to act surprised. We know it. We well, know it. Hello. I am. Okay. Boom. I'm happy to hear you guys um, making some forward progress. Get that extra couple of yards and making us some extra cash. A gift. I, I fell off my chair three times. Uh, what after sport is the... this? Get a couple extra yards. Make a... hey, brother, where this is rugby, dummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're mixing metaphors and sports and meters. everything. You are so discombobulated. Sorry, John. It's meters. It's meters, isn't it? If I say meters to... And your family, what are they? They're not going to understand what I'm talking about. I got to say, like, that's shameful. like 10 bales of hay. That's shameful, Matt. Shameful, shameful, Matt. You shouldn't be making fun of people's families. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Just John's family. I'm not making fun of shameful. your family. Your family's nice. His family, but his family, look what they created. They created a champ. Yeah, that's right. Your family, <laughs> like Michelangelo and all those other, like, Ninja Turtles. Okay. Anyway, 28 and 14. And we were. Were you like a bald headed little kid when you went to school? Like, everybody go, hey, there, come little turtle head. I went bald in second grade. And Gift, you led the charge. You were 10 and 4 last week, Gift. (laughs) Well, we do thank you. Thank you. All hail King Abelu. Do it for the people. We do it for the people. Gift, look look into the camera and tell all the little gamblers out there. What's the secret? The secret is knowing that you just got the people behind your back and all you need to do is just be able to run so they can be able to run with you we do it for the people although we had a tremendous week collectively there is still the business of the wooden spoon to give out and the walk of shame and john it comes down to the two of us for the wooden spoon this week and unfortunately because of your record in the super uh, rugby pacifica you get the wooden spoon this week. I don't have a record in the Super Rugby Pacific because I refuse to pick any games there. That's not true, John. You're on camera picking the games last week. Uh, so what do you? What oh, are you I thought to say? you were talking about that game uh, league down in South. Exactly, America. and that's why you get the wooden spoon because you don't know what you're talking about. Plus, those games. Wait a minute. Those games came on at 3.05 a.m. Eastern time. Oh, really? Okay, I'm not going to watch these games. Yes, you are. You're doing your job. That's what your job is here, to make sure that you're protecting your people's interests and making them money because of your good hard work and research. Were we 28-14, yes or no? Yes, yes we were. No. Could we have been 30? Okay. All right, could, shut your pie hole. Could we have been 30-10? and 10? 
So then we have to get to the business of the walk of shame. Gift, you're exempt from it this week because you were 10 and 4. John, because you changed your pick on camera from Utah to New York because you let me talk you into it. For that reason, you, sir, are in the walk of shame. You ever see Einstein when he was thinking about the theory of relativity? He would talk out loud. That's what geniuses do. So I talk out loud, then I realize, you know what? Abraham Lincoln was a big cat lover. And I knew that because Albert Einstein. <laughs> I, you know what? That's some pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good comeback, John. A good comeback. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the walk of shame. Loser. Yeah. The top 14 final was one for the ages. What a rugby game. What a rugby game. And what a finish. I mean, completely unexpected. La Rochelle comes back. Looks like they had the game completely wrapped up. Incredibly different game in the second half. La Rochelle's got it, makes a stupid mistake. Of course, Toulouse on the other side makes a great play, goes 70 meters with about a minute left, and they win the game, make the conversion, and win by two points. Incredible finish. The place went absolutely ballistic. The town of Toulouse is what we need to look at and try to market to our American rugby fans. It was insane. And the top 14 for the second year in a row with the La Rochelle last year, the whole town shut down. Unbelievable event. Same thing with Toulouse, the rugby hotbed. Unbelievable. We should be doing that in Chicago, folks, for the MLR. Hey, I can't. Final. And also, I can't tell you what a great physical game it was. I mean, the crowd, you're right. The crowd was into I, lo- I watched the game, loved every second of it. The crowd was into every single move, every single tackle, but and they were absolutely demolishing each other. Yeah. The boys came down and said, We smashed somebody today. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And as improbable as that ending was, Gift got the pick right because it was only a one and a half point spread. And King Gifte Belu, I kneel before you because you were absolutely right. It was a two-point margin of victory on a one and a half on a one and a half spread, and you said that that was going to happen. Take a bow, sir. Thank you, thank you very much. It's also because history always plays out consistently. Loose always has the history of being the best team, and even with La Rochelle, it's always going to be a close game because you know basically anytime it feels like a home game, it, it's always close until it's not. So, boom, big consideration. Never underestimate the points. Never underestimate the points, ladies and gentlemen. And that allows us to segue to Super Rugby and their playoffs. We were each correct about what was going to happen. All picked the Crusaders. All picked the Chiefs. Wait a minute. Gift and I picked the Crusaders and the Chiefs, and you went third after we picked them. And then just, okay, yeah, I'm going to go with the guys that are really smart, me and Gift. Yeah, that's exactly what how this show works. I'm one of the guys yeah. that are really smart. If the Chiefs are favorites by a point over the Crusaders. And as I said last week, this is like the Knights with Japan League One, all right? Chiefs have been number one all year. They've only gotten one loss all year. Crusaders are the natural, uh, historic leaders of Super Rugby. And they will continue to be so because the Crusaders will probably take this one out. Chiefs have been holding it, but the Crusaders have been dominating and dominating consistently. Spears are the foreshadowing to what happened in Super Rugby Pacifica. Bam! All right. Last time they met was back in April, and the Chiefs won. And the Chiefs are at home for this one. 
But the Crusaders are on fire, John. Yeah, and the, the Crusaders are doing a couple simple things like taping up their ankle because they're going to break it off in the Chiefs' ass is what they're going to do. Ew. I'm with the King on this, and we're going Crusaders. And I'm going money, money with a cowboy hat on. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to lose to the Crusaders and the Crusaders. So you're picking with match. me and Gift. Like, yeah, I'm going to pick with the smart kids. Right, right. And we're going to go to the women's Premier 15s final in England. And it is Gloucester Hartbury versus Exeter. This is one where, again, history is what plays itself out. You know, Gloucester Hartbury, they've been building and they've been doing well this year. It has been a quiet year, but they've been quietly dominating. But Exeter, they understand they've been in this place before. Look for Exeter to be able to take this game on the one-on-one. But uh, this is going to be a close game, to say the least. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game. But sometimes you just got to go with experience. I'm going with Exeter. Kate Zachary and Hope Rogers, famous Eagles, playing for Exeter. I'm taking Exeter. I think they're going to win by a lot. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. You need your cleats? You need them tomorrow? If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. And we're back, and we are now going to Major League Rugby. We have the playoffs. Playoffs? But, guys, what did you think of the last week of the regular season? I thought they, uh, like the NBA All-Star game, they forgot to play defense. (laughs) No, they didn't. They played played no Pro Bowl. How about how about five red uh, red cards down in Dallas? You know, yeah. little bags going on, little little guys getting a little bit out of control. Some fun, and yet a couple of games that just they kind of put their almost their academy side out there and just played had a lot of scores and not a lot going on. I, I tell you what, though, I thought Old Glory uh, showed some real grit. They did. Uh, Atlanta came to play, and Old Glory, like they all have done all season, played eighty minutes of solid rugby. They got the five points they needed. They gave themselves a chance. Uh, but sure enough, you know, New York was in, I thought New York was going to get at least a point all along and they got their four try and they kind of phoned it in after that. Washington had a great crowd. New York had a good crowd. Washington over 3000 people down there. And it's a terrific crowd. You know, again, uh, did you say Rugby. Washington? Did you say, no, Wa- did say Washington? Washington. It's, got, it's got an R in it. Washington. It doesn't have an R in it. It does. Washington. That, yeah. Well, Look it, it does now. George Washington. It's a silent R. You didn't know that. I, did, I didn't. I, 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 did. I don't know a lot. Gift, what's your take on the last week of the MLR season? Just like John said, there was no defense. There's no defense. This was just all scoring. This was this was literally just, hey, can we maybe get some more uh, fans and highlights out of this before so we can have uh, some packages for next week to put in? <laughs> By the way, can, can FS1 and Major League Rugby get, get like a scoreboard? Like, so you can actually see the score of the game? I'm watching the game. There's not a score. 
there's not a, there's not a time and the announcers aren't updating it so it's you're sitting there watching there's like a couple tries and you're like all right no idea what the score was you know again your your demands are really unreasonable and ridiculous you're just a wwe diva you want scores you want the time left in the match you don't want sun in your eyes what else sorry we've got seattle hosting houston and the early line as per the rugby wrap-up technicians is seven and a half points in favor of seattle gift seattle allowed themselves to get absolutely boat raced last week by san diego um fortunately for them houston also got like motorboated now, no motorboat. That means it would have been enjoyable. You know, uh, no, they just got boat raced, uh, uh, just completely, just just ramshacked all the way through just by uh, New England as well. So look at Seattle to completely take this, sucking everything that the Sabercats have into the black hole and spit it out like a sunfire the rest of the way to just get blown out by San Diego next week or week after. John, that, that brings us to you. What do you think of this match? I got a rookie doll. I got a Seawolf jersey. I'm an honorary Seawolf. So, but I'm from the great state of God bless Texas. And I love that guy, Danny Barrett. Houston is a tough, tough team. They play hard, especially with Danny Barrett leading that team. It's going to be a battle. But Seattle, to me, is like the old 1978 Nebraska Cornhuskers. They just simply beat you up. That Seawall is a legit defense I'm not sure that Houston can score. If they score much, I don't think they can score more more than a couple times on these guys. This is going to be a very, very physical game, a fun game to watch. I can't wait to watch it, but I think Seattle wins and probably does cover that seven and a half points. Yeah, I I think it's going to be a very physical game, but simultaneously, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think Seattle covers the spread. Uh, To me, I think the defense wins, but uh, that's why we're going to watch it. Wait and see. Yeah, and uh, Captain Rickert Hart-Hadding may be back for Seattle, so that would be a big boost for them. Then we've got the Eastern Conference Eliminator match, and that is New York hosting Old Glory DC, who's arguably played better when they needed to than New York has this year. Uh, and it's right now the early spread is New York favored by six and a half points gift. I don't know what New York team is going to come out. Um, and DC has proven themselves to still be great against teams that are, in my opinion, already inferior to them. Uh, we've already seen New York versus DC once, and New York got the best of them. And that was after all the injuries had occurred. New York had, didn't do great last week, but again, it looks like they took their foot off the gas pedal. Uh, I don't usually like going home team as consistently as you do, Matt, or more so New York side, but I still have a lot of doubts about the consistency of this D.C. team. I think there's some level of just pride of finally getting into the playoffs, and I don't know if they have the system ready to be able to continue further than that. So New York, I think they know what they're doing. They've been here before. And even though I don't think this is a strong New York team, I think that they might be in a slightly better place uh, and they'll be able to run away with this late in the game. Look for New York, I think, to get to six and a half points, to six, minus six on the points, and to be able to get the win on this as well. King, that's a great point that you make. This is a perfect letdown spot for Old Glory. I mean, they played really hard last week. They played a very t- tough game against Atlanta. 
They showed a lot of grit. They got the five points that they needed. They made the playoffs first time in their history. This is a perfect letdown spot. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Uh, they're going to be obviously hyped up. It's perfect letdown spot. New York didn't have that letdown spot. They're, they're waiting on this week. They knew they just needed one point. Once they got it, they phoned in the rest of the game. I think New York, I agree with King, is emotionally much better off here than uh, Old Glory. You know, it's it's that it's it's hard to figure this out because New York players walking off that pitch were disappointed in themselves in that performance before that home crowd because you know you want them to come back. You had DC play well and play hard, right, to secure, and they went in and they did all they had to do to try to get that playoff game. What they can control, they took care of. New York, they did take their foot off the gas a little bit in the second half. They had some player management they were handling jack Hyten and captain nate brakely will they be back you got a laundry list of injured players for new york that won't be involved jason emery who was filled in for Hyten at number 10 and is normally in the 12 slot has been their under the radar mvp of the season because he's filled in so well at fly half I think New York can cover that six and a half points. That's a surprise. You picked New York. You've done it every the game, the every shocks. single year. You All two assholes just picked New York. <laughs> yeah, but we pick against them also as well when we think they're not going to win. Oh, so exactly. so when I, I I should pick against them? No, you never pick just for the sake of picking against them. You never pick against them. Oh, so this is where I should start in the playoff game that I think Even they're going to win at home. You are literally like up oh, Stephen Lewis's hindquarters. You are so stupid. You are just so stupid, and we have to take a commercial break. Presents MLR Weekly, made in New York City. When we pick up the ball, we also pick up a legacy. A legacy that stretches beyond your current team. A legacy built on the backs of those who came before you with hard work. And for those who will come after you, we promise it won't be easy, but we'll be there, supporting you on and off the field. And we're back. We've been struggling, admittedly, uh, to get the, the winners right in the NRL because they just keep changing their rosters. But we all went three and two last week, which is pretty damn good. It's great. Gift, who do you like out of the NRL this week? Storm versus our favorite Manly Sea Eagles. Now, these two teams played already once, and you know what they say about a storm. A yeah. storm that has a great twister is always going to give you the best release, and I feel like this is going to be the moment that the storm actually get their release. Look for the storm to really blow this one out the water, among other things, <laughs> to be able to get this one for the win. You know, the thing is, <laughs> storm this isn't the even written down. He's coming. He's, this is off the cuff. John, so, I'll pull my command, unleash hell. 
I'm going with Russell Crowe, my mate in the camel toes, to take on the Cowboys. The Cowboys. I love the Cowboys. Oh, Russell. So what? unprofessional. This is just so unprofessional. What? Russell Crowe's my guy. I even did his line. Upon my command, unleash hell. That was good. I love that. I love that. that my, favorite, my favorite movie, Gladiator. He's got wow. his. He's got his team, the Camel Toes, and they take it on the Cowboys. They're gonna beat them. It's the Rabbit Toes, ladies and gentlemen. And I apologize for Gift and John being lewd. Can we get Russell Crowe on here? I mean, seriously, <laughs> he needs to come on our show. Here's an open invitation for Russell Crowe to come on TRO and just settle things once and for all, okay? Yeah. And then maybe you get in a ring with Layfield and kick the snot out of him. How about that? Nice. Next up, guys, and uh, this is the last thing before we get to our pick of the week, the World Cup Pool B winners. We've got Ireland, even money. South Africa, even money. Then you've got Scotland at plus 1,000. You have Tonga at plus 8,000, and you have Romania at plus 100,000. One, I feel bad for uh, Scotland and Tonga because that's hope that doesn't actually exist. Romania is just going to be happy to be there. I think South Africa actually comes out as a pool winner on this one. Um, I think Ireland gets a bit of a wake-up call uh, after having two years of hype going into this uh, Rugby World Cup. And South Africa is the defending champion. Actually, you know what? I lied. I'm going to take that back. I give it to Ireland to win this one, actually, because I think they're going to come in with so much hype. It's going to be whenever it becomes single elimination that I think the pressure is going to be felt on them. So look at Ireland to take this one on. South Africa to bring it in close, but Ireland to be able to win win the pool. I didn't see Gift making that pick of Ireland, John. Who do you like out of this pool? Look, Ireland in the last couple of years, they beat New Zealand, they beat France. The number one and two teams, and Ireland is ranked number three as as far as odds going to win the World Cup. I think Ireland should be ranked number one. The team I feel sorry for is Scotland. Uh, they've got a really good team, a fiery team, and they're stuck in there with South Africa and Ireland. It's just a terrible draw for them. Tonga You're Scottish. And- You're Scottish. You're not going to pick Scotland? I, no. He understands the objectivity. All right. right. Objectivity. Speak <laughs> for him. You, who are England. And you English and you pick England all the time. Then you pick anybody that, that Steve Lewis coaches. Uh, so you pick New York all the time. I'm picking like King Abelu does, according to who we think is actually going to win. So I'm going with Ireland to win it in a great game against South Africa, which may see that again. In, and you uh, just heard John Layfield, the uh, alleged Scotsman, say that Romania is going to beat Scotland in that pool. Romania is not even a country. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. And let's. Who do you I'm, know from Romania? Do you know anybody from Romania? Like, yes, it's like, I do. Yes, I no, do. Country yes, of, I do. I know the Romanian Rambo. Romania doesn't even ex- doesn't really exist. It's like on a map. It's not. Rob Irmiscu is the Romanian Rambo. He played for Rugby New York, and now he's playing over in Romania. So yeah, I do know a Romanian rugby he player. He was from Romania. He's not from Romania. It's very nice, Rob. Good to see you, Rob. This isn't Kazakhstan. Scotland. <laughs> I'm going with Ireland, and that allows us to segue to our final segment, our picks of the week. John, do you have one? I certainly do. And the reason I have this is because Old Glory plays 80 minutes of rugby. I think they probably lose this game. It really is dependent to me. Jack Hyten's in this lineup. It makes a huge difference for New York. 
I think New York probably wins this game, but I think the total goes over in this game because there's going to be a lot of tries scored, and Old Glory is going to play until the last second. They have, they have a wonderful culture in, in that team, and they're going to play hard. I don't think they're going to win, but uh, you never know what sport. It's going to be a heck of a game. Is there a conflict of interest with you driving a Sheehy Auto Stores car and Paul Sheehy being one of the co-owners of Washington, D.C.? Absolutely not, because I actually am objective about this. I said I don't think they're going to win this game. They had a wonderful season. They made the playoffs for the first time, but they could win the game. Look at sport. they they got a great team, and they play hard. And by the way, Sheehy Auto Stores is awesome, and I have great service there. Gift? I think the pick of the week is going to be this Chiefs-Crusaders game, one versus two. Uh, and the pick is going to be the uh, over-under. I look at this as being a score that's going to be over 68 points combined. Oh, oh, wow. This is going to be a mid-scoring 30-something to 20-something game. Um, I do think that defense is going to play a heavy part in this, but these Crusaders have been scoring so much over the course of the last ten week, seven weeks. Really? Pretty much since they're lost to the Drew up. So 30-something to 20-something adds up to sixty over 68 points? No, yes. 39 to 29 is 68, dummy. <laughs> I wasn't asking you. Shut up. <laughs> You're like the kid in class. You're the kid in class that raises, blurts out the answer while the teacher's asking another kid the question. Shut the f*** up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go to the MLR, and I think along the lines of the over on the Seattle and Houston game, I think there's going to be a ton of points scored there as well. Personal bet, $1 has to be handed over on this show, held up on this show, and made. I will bet you the under on that. Whatever, whatever the book comes out with, consensus for the book comes out, that will be our bet. Probably around 55 to 58 points, but whatever it is, we'll look at it. You and I, one dollar. I'm gonna bet the under. I want to bet a dollar fifty. <laughs> okay. All, All right. Dollar fifty bet. You're on, Layfield. Dollar fifty in here. So let's ballpark the over right now. No, we're gonna wait for the lines to come out. Yeah, we're gonna wait for the lines to come out. Plugs. We're gonna Gift. make it official. We're gonna make it official. Plugs. Gift. You know, uh, one big shout out to this past weekend us having a. Uh, Last weekend, uh, we are having the Juneteenth uh, Combine down at Memphis with MICR, uh, combination with Gift Time Rugby, Roots Rugby, and uh, Dream Scout Network. Great situation that happened. Great to have the MICR kids out and uh, all the people who participated in the Combine. We got some great footage from that. And then, uh, of course, secondly, Singapore to Tokyo. Check it out at crugby.bhx.tv. Great documentary. Great lead-in for this Paris Rugby World Cup so you can see how dynamic rugby can be, not just from on the field, but what how it's done off the field with our NGOs uh, across the world. Excellent. John. Singapore to Tokyo. I'm plugging it also. That's what I'm doing. Also, the Urban Rugby Championship coming up in D.C. MICR will be there. A bunch of great programs that's changing kids' lives, that's actually growing the game. And going to have a podcast coming out soon with Shane Young, one of the founders, along with Devin O'Brien, is going to be on talking about MICR and what they're doing to change kids' lives and grow the game. 
And I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to plug the MLR final in Chicago, July 8th, ladies and gentlemen. Chicago is a party town. I think John might actually be out there with the Memphis Inner City Rugby kids. We're working Maybe. on that. Uh, but you got to go to this match. It's the Super Bowl of rugby in the United States, and it's at a neutral site for the first time. So let's support it. Let's make this like Toulouse. Let's go crazy. Chicago's the perfect place for it. The MLR final, July 8th. Get your tickets and flights and hotels now. On that note, I want to thank Mr. John Bradshaw, Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer, King Gift A. Bailu, the inventor of words. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows under the Rugby Wrap-Up umbrella, MLR Weekly, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Join our weekly newsletter, and please... Sign up for our American Red Cross blood donor team.